Hello and welcome to the Connect and Rise podcast. I'm your host, Cody. And I'm your host, Reese. And we will be talking to you about all things health and wellness. Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the Connect and Rise podcast. Hello, Reese. Hello. Tired. Hello. Hello. What How are you, are you? What are you doing? Drinking my rosé. Me too. Yes. We wanted to sit down with you guys this week and talk about the current elephant in the room, but um, on only a positive note. Because yeah. we know there's lots of negative going around about everything and everyone's feeling really negative and really heavy. So we thought we're going to take a positive approach to it. We're going to look at all the silver linings, all the positives that we can take from this experience of, we won't say name of... The elephant in the room. Virus that's <laughs> ruining our Everyone lives. knows what's going on. If they don't know what's going on, then... They're living... Well done, you're very naive. Inside of a rock. (laughs) Inside of a rock. (laughs) So, yes, we wanted to just bring a really positive spin to this episode as a little escape for you all, as a little laugh, and to try and help you guys figure out how you can find the positives within this this experience because we're all going through it. Um, So... Where do you want to start? Well... I was thinking we could start with the five positives that we have both found from our self-isolation. So Reese and I, as many people, we live in Newcastle, Australia, and we're in self-isolation. So it's not lockdown, um, but it's being advised that you should be self-isolated. So that's exactly what we're doing. I'm working from home. Um, I go to the office one day a week, and when I go there, I'm the only person in the office. Reese is an OT, so he is still at work, but his work has been very proactive and put very good steps in place because he works at an aged care facility. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're practicing self-isolation. So we're not going out, we're not seeing friends, we're not even seeing family. If we are, we're talking to them from the car. Yeah, so, we're not even like, yeah, going close to any family that no. like within, you know, arm's reach. So. Yeah, no. It's not worth it. It's Everyone not- needs to do their bit. Yes. So, five positives from self-isolation. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. So, the five positives that I have found from being in self-isolation and from this whole experience so far have been, one, that it's forced me to slow down and get back to the simple things. And the really ironic part of that is that that was my um, New Year's resolution. Yeah. Was to slow down and get to the simple things. And it kind of forced me to because... This year for us has so far has been very, very hectic and we've had something on every single weekend and we were going to have something on every single weekend up until about May um, and then it was going to slow for a second and then it was going to go again. So it's kind of stopped that, which is sad because they were really fun, exciting things we had planned, but it's kind of forced us just to say, nope, stop and focus on the simple things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's one positive that I've got. Two is it's given me the opportunity to smash out uni work. So Mm -hmm. I'm currently studying a diploma in business and leadership management and I'm halfway 
Um, and I was hoping to have the course done by the end of the year. So right now I'm just focusing on smashing out as much of that as possible. And if I can come out of this whole, ooh, just whack the microphone. If I can come out of this whole self-isolation situation that's going on and have completed even one module, I'll be stoked. Um, cause I have four modules in my entire diploma. So I'm just, that's one of my focuses. It's given me time to just really smash that out. Yep. Three, it's giving me the chance to cook more and just really take time when cooking at home and really enjoy it because that's something that I find really relaxing and yeah. so do you. Mm-hmm. Um, to play board games. I love cooking. Yes. I really like cooking. It's nice, isn't it? I, yeah, I actually really like cooking. <laughs> it's up there with one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Continue. Yes. Um, play board games, which we've been doing, doing puzzles, just doing fun little things that we both really enjoy around the house, but we, what? Nothing. <laughs> that we sort of don't ha- or haven't had time to do as of late because we've been going out to events and whatever. Uh, four is having the chance to spring clean the house. So yesterday we went through and went through boxes that we had from when we moved last time and just chucked a lot of stuff out that we didn't need. Mm-hmm. And today we did a really big clean of our house, which just feels nice. It gives you the opportunity to do all really nitty gritty spring, spring cleaning that you wouldn't otherwise. Yep. Is it spring? That's just what it's called, right? Yeah, it is. But is it's it still actually spring? Sp- no, is it autumn? It's March. Oh, it- Spring, <laughs> summer, autumn. Yeah, it's autumn. Oh. Don't worry, guys. We're oh not God. in tune with the season. I don't even know what day it is at the moment. So It's autumn. And the last one it has given me the opportunity to tap into my creative side, whether that just be simply painting, coloring in, or whether it be creating new things. Um, so, yeah, they're my five positives that have come out of self-isolation so far and going forward nice what about you we wrote these separately guys so we we said write five positives each and we haven't seen each other so a lot of mine crossover with what Mm. you said and we literally haven't discussed and we're in separate rooms so my first one was stripping back to basics so these are five five positives from self-isolation is stripping back to basics it kind of forces that yeah um which is which is nice. Like you don't get as caught up in day to day and you Mm. don't get distracted by as many things and it forces, um, you know, you and I are spending a lot of time with each other. We spend a lot of, we're, you know, spend a lot of time with each other anyway. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, But, um, it just forces that one-on-one time, which is nice. Yeah. And we haven't gotten sick of each other yet. I don't think we will. No. We, to be completely honest, we are around each other. A lot. Like, all the time anyway. We're obviously apart when we go to work and on weekends you'll play footy and I'll have that Saturday alone time. Yeah. But that literally is probably the only time that we have apart is on Saturday and when we're at work. Yeah. So. It's not a whole heap different to what we usually yeah. do. But we're just a lot, I guess, we're, we're more together, Forced, you know, yeah. than, than what we typically are. Yeah. Um. My second one was it forces creativity and encourages thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. So in how to like occupy your time because there's a lot of restrictions in place now. So there's a lot of things that you can't do and there's things that you can do but you need to do differently. So yeah, um, that's been good. Um, it encourages being present. I put a, um, a photo up on Instagram yesterday and just said something along the lines of like, when things are so uncertain, there's no better time to live in the moment. 
I didn't even say that. Yeah, I oh. did. So, um, but I think it's really true. And I think especially at the moment, because things are so uncertain, if we think too far ahead, we can get anxious very, very quickly. Yeah. So I agree. And, Take each day one at a time. Yeah, exactly. So if we just force ourselves to come back to the now and just literally focus on what's directly in front of you, um, we, yeah, we, we just enjoy the, the moment a lot more, I think. So mm-hmm. um, my fourth one was it makes you appreciative of what, of the little things that you can do when before all this happened. True. Um, and I think it, when we come out of this, we'll all have a greater appreciation of things that we took for granted, mm-hmm. whether it be like going to the coffee shop and just sitting down in a coffee shop on a, you know, yeah. on like a Saturday morning for you and I, for example, we're not able to do that now. We've completely... Farmers markets. Yeah, farmers markets. Um, that for us was a decision we made this morning. We originally wanted to go to the farmers markets to get our fruit and veg because we're limiting how much shopping we do as well. We're trying not to go out too much. Um, and we were planning to go to the farmers markets and... For us, the decision was not to because a lot of the time you're really close under the tents within the farmer's markets or within the space. We weren't sure how many people were going to be there. Um, And the other thing was handling cash. Cash, yeah. So we made the decision not to, but it's crazy like the anxiety or stress that it even gives me having to go to the shops, as you would know, Yeah, is nuts. So I will be so grateful for when I can go to a shopping centre the farmers markets with zero stress and zero guilt too yeah because i have guilt around leaving the house and i feel like i'm doing the wrong thing so yeah that will be nice it will uh and the other one was the fifth one i had was it forces you to rest yes force yeah because we and you touched on it before we're so busy and we had a lot on this month before things got flipped on their head so Mm. it's kind of made us take a step back and just relax yeah. You've suddenly got a whole heap of time on your hands and it's a good opportunity just to do what we've said, you know, get back to basics and just have some rest. Yeah. Um, which has been good. Exactly. And like you said before as well, it does make you appreciate what you could do before because I feel like I, when we had so much going on towards the end of it, I was just saying how much I just wanted a night in, cooking dinner, playing board games, doing nothing because I was just so exhausted from everything we were doing but at the same time I probably wasn't being as present as I should have been within those experiences things like I don't know we just had lots of events going on for friends and whatever and they were big events for their life which was so much we've had so much fun but when all this is back up and running and when those events get rescheduled it's going to be so much more exciting if that makes sense because it's like yay we finally get to celebrate you and I'm going to be fully in this moment I'm going to be fully excited I'm not going to complain that like I'm busy or yeah you know yeah definitely. so 50-50 yes we needed rest and it came at the perfect time because we were exhausted but it will also make us really appreciate that time that we do get to spend with our friends and how exciting this time of our life is with all the things that we have going on yeah. so when we're allowed to do them again it'll just be even more exciting I feel yeah for sure which is cool can we quickly talk about the house? Or? A house? Yeah. Mm. So, like, how long? Like, li- literally, like a week ago. Yes. We were so close to, Exchanging. like, we were really, really pushing for this house that we both loved. Yeah. And we were, yeah, like, just 
had pretty much all their eggs in the basket, just like going full steam ahead, trying yeah. to push, push, push. And then that particular house fell through. And since that, we've both just sort of seen it as a bit of a sign. It's like, right. Wait, fell through. Not fell through. Crowd but that, us. We yeah. decided to take a step back. Yeah. But there were, we knew that there was offers above yes. what we made anyway. And we didn't really want to go above that. Yeah. And we just sort of took that as a bit of a sign to say, right, it's probably not meant to be. Let's just hold off. Um, mm. Because, you know, everyone, I mean, there's a lot of people that have a lot of uncertainty in their jobs at the moment. And if yeah. we lock ourselves into something like a house and suddenly have a mortgage to pay off and then one of us was to lose our jobs, it's just going to add a whole heap of stress. So we've just yeah. decided to take a bit of a backward step for a few months. Yeah. And then we'll go hard again. Yeah. Which, and like, I do want to keep this podcast very, very positive, but that's not denying the fact that this obviously has had negative effects on us. Like that was not a nice or an easy decision to make. No. We were ready to have a house and it was so close. Yeah. So that was a very hard decision to come out of this all, but I'm also seeing the silver lining of it, seeing the opportunity that's coming from it. And it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And I truly believe that. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So things to do at home while we are stuck inside the house and on self-isolation. We've just written down a heap of things that you can do around the house. And then we might go into ways that help you to keep productive around the house as well from that little oh, yeah. attachment you sent me. Yeah. Um, so things to do around the house. Do you want to bounce one off each other so we don't repeat things? My first one was learn to cook. That's a good one. For those that don't cook that much. And when I say learn to cook, like fresh um with fresh produce yeah and the reason i thought of that is because i mean things have started to settle down a little bit now but when well i think i guess people still are but with that whole um panic buying phase we'd go to the shops and there'd be nothing left but there would be fresh produce yeah true in the shops and that to me was like far out how many like people just you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't yeah. cook with fresh produce. So I think now is a good opportunity I think that might have been more to. because they were scared to be locked down and they thought that if they buy canned food and long life food, that it would be there for them to eat if they couldn't get out of the house. Yeah. But I do agree. I think that this is such a good opportunity for people to, they're stuck at home. Yeah. Just, just experiment. It's a good yeah. opportunity. And yeah. they're going to be skills that, you know, you carry with you. So, and what better time to do it? That was my first one. What's yours? Puzzles. Puzzles? Yes. I had that on my list as well. Yeah, because they take a lot of your time. They get your brain thinking. um, They're fun. We just started another one. Yes, we started another thousand piece. They're just really good. They're also really um, relaxing. I would almost count it as like a mindful practice because you're just in your thoughts, but you're also really calm and you're focused on the task that you're doing at hand. So puzzles was my first one. Yep. Um, my second one was clean. You, t- you spoke about mm. it before. Take like, a good opportunity. Yeah. I mean, everyone should be cleaning and be a little bit more vigilant than they are anyway yep. in a time like this, but it's a good opportunity to just like, you know, clean the house from top to tail and, um, and you know, it, it, ta- it kills time. Yeah. It's hygienic, which is what we need in, t- in times like this. Um, and we've definitely done that, I think. Yeah. Uh, two for me was read books. Whether you read normally, then you'll enjoy the time that you get to read the books that you are reading. If you don't read normally, maybe take the opportunity to try and read a book and see how it makes you feel. It's another 
calming activity keeps your brain going and fills in a lot of time. So read books. Mm-hmm. My turn. Mm-hmm. My next one was organize your life. And that's like... Um, big one. Big one, yeah. No, just like use it as an opportunity to... the What I thought about was finances and... Um, and um, filing as a document, as a, as a thing that I've done. That's a good one. Um, because I think that, or I, so I'm sure there's people that can relate. You've got like documents and like letters and mail, like just random bits of mail, like all over the place. It might be like through the drawers. There might be like, um, like study resources from uni. There could be like stuff for your super bank statements all that stuff like Mm. travel part like travel documentation just use it as an opportunity to like bring it all together and then try and file it and get yourself like a really basic document holder which is what we did yeah kmart five bucks yeah and it just honestly that was don't go to kmart shop online yeah shop online um that was something that i did and it honestly makes like you feel you you feel like you've got your life together if you know where everything is and you just file everything um that's a really good one and it's a good opportunity to do it now and finances um and the reason i thought of this one is because we've just started re-listening to the barefoot investor the audio book i've read it before and but cody hasn't i know cody follows very similar principles in how she manages her money told me yeah yeah but that's what brought it to mind like um yeah, use it as an opportunity to like get on top of your finances and yeah, um, save. You're not going out as much. Set up a little budget, even if you need you have one already. Maybe um, change it up because you're not going out on the weekends now, and take it as an opportunity to save. Yeah, yeah. Like merge if you've got if you're one of those people that's got like five or six super accounts, merge your super accounts. Oh God, yes, please. That's something that. that you can do from home. Like it's yeah, you know, it's really easy um and they're things that just get like pushed to the side because they're not you know they're not as important to most people yeah so yeah that's a good one um i'm gonna say a couple at a time just so we get through it Mm -hmm. painting and coloring in Mm -hmm. i love these i'm trying to buy paint resources online so i have to go to the shops because i'm not going to and i cannot find them (laughs) because everyone seems to be buying them but Painting and colouring in, again, very calming, allows you to get into your creative side. And I really want to, when I do get my hands on some painting products online, is to do like a wine and paint night, like a cork and canva night with Reese and I at home. Because that's something that you'd get so excited to go out and do. But you could do it at home. You could do like a little cheese board. Yeah. That's one of the things. For about a quarter of the price. Exactly. Um, Um, Just to add to that, board games would probably fit into that category. I had that on my list. Yes, definitely. Any like games nights or anything like that. Yep. Um, I have three that go in together. So they're meditating, mindful movement slash yoga and journaling. Mm-hmm. So these are all things, our mental health is going to be really tested in these times. Yes. Um, we're very stressed. It's very anxious. It's a very fear-driven time. It's very uncertain. So if you don't normally meditate, maybe try meditating and just learn the practice try mindful movement or yoga if you don't know what mindful movement is it's another form of meditation but with movement um 
intertwined. So it can it can be yoga. It can be whatever it looks like for you. It can be stretching, but it's meditating while moving your body yeah. um, and journaling. Because mm-hmm. at the moment, I feel like, and I have been journaling for a while, but in these times, it really helps me to brain dump just to get a piece of paper every morning and just write down how I'm feeling before I go into my day. Because I have so many thoughts going through my head. I, like sometimes you just feel like your head's spinning. Um, so there are three things that I would say to help in terms of struggling with your mental health is try and really get a good mindfulness practice in place because it's really important right now. Definitely. Do you have any more? Yep. Do you? Um, my last one, you've mentioned heaps of mine, but the last one that I had was, um, was study or like do some, do some learning, engage in some other form of learning is now a really good opportunity. There's heaps and heaps of online resources. Yeah. And is it Skillshare? Oh yeah. The one that, that's the most, that's the one that comes to mind. But Yeah. I haven't used it, but there's lots of short courses. They're super cheap. Yeah. They're really, really courses. affordable and most of them are online. So yeah. it's a good opportunity to learn something new if you've been wanting to, to do that and you haven't really been able to find the time. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, the other ones that I had were to obviously binge watch a new TV show. Don't just sit. I'm not saying sit and binge watch for days on end. I'm saying once a day, allow yourself an hour or two or whatever at night time to just start a new TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, you've already said cook new recipes, create a blog. Mm. That's when I thought of if you're someone who likes writing, if you already write or if you already journal, maybe starting a blog about how you're currently feeling, how you're going, what you're doing. Maybe that would really resonate with some people. So if you're wanting a creative outlet and you like writing, maybe starting a blog is the right time for you. And intertwining with that was find a creative outlet. So if you don't want to write a blog, maybe you want to create an online course or maybe you want to paint and you've never painted before or draw whatever it is. Yep. Find a creative outlet. It's a good opportunity. Um, all right. Ooh, whoops. Going into that isolation pack. So Reese, being an OT was given a self isolation pack. Yep. That he has sent to me and my family. It was from, I think it was from the world federation of occupational therapy and they adapted it from the mental health foundation and it was just like a yeah self-isolation pack with heaps and heaps of ideas and yep. resources for people in a time like this yeah so, so there's a, I think, yeah there's a big old list of things do you want to just go through we'll go through it as a summarized just rattle them off i reckon yeah so it's pretty much just telling you top tips for how to still behave and act while in self-isolation so one is to plan your day mm-hmm um that being that you try and start your day at the same time that you normally would so if you normally wake up at 6 30 try and still wake up at 6 30 don't sleep in because you're at home you'll probably feel shit um and try and do regular routines that you'd have in place like before just try and keep consistent with what your life looked like before as much as possible yeah two move more every day so Keep your keep yourself active. I know it can be tricky, um, especially being at home. I mean, the restrictions at the moment allow us to go out once a day. If you're going to go out, don't go and exercise in big clusters and gatherings no. of people. We're still seeing lots of people do that, and it's extremely frustrating. I know we're going to keep it positive, but try and go somewhere where there's not going to be big gatherings. Yeah, there's plenty of places around that you can do that. Um, so that's the second one. Move more every day, whatever that looks like for you. Yes. 
Three. Uh, three is try a relaxation technique. So that's similar to what I told you just before. Meditation, yoga, mindful movement, journaling, could be breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. There's heaps of apps that are really good for this. Free apps like Headspace and what's the other one? Calm. Yep. Uh, there's also so many YouTube videos of guided meditations and breathing techniques. Um, so yeah, just look online. We're so grateful and lucky to be able to have everything at our fingertips with our phones. So try a relaxation technique. Yep. Um, connect with others. This is a massive one. Um, I think you mentioned it at the start. You said that this, this is all going to have a massive impact on our mental health. And I think that's probably going to be the biggest thing that comes out of this whole, um, this whole situation is the impact it's going to have on people's mental health and for good reason because there's been so many changes so quickly to everybody's life circumstances um and connecting with others is probably well i'd say it's it's up there on the list with one of the most important things you could do yes um the other thing we've we've spoken about at work in particular is we're referring to this like what everyone's doing in these restrictions of social distancing um but we, I think it's better to call it physical distancing. Mm. That's how we refer to it at work. It's physical distancing because I think socially we're more connected than we ever have been. True. Through social media. Um, and it's easier to connect now than it ever has been. So use, I mean, we're, we're at a stage where we need to use online resources. Yeah. Um, and avoid that physical contact. But um, that, that connection through social media um and things like zoom things like you know um facetime yeah there's Facebook an app chat. called house party yeah that's, which, a lot of people have heard of that yeah it's, about i don't know work. if it's new or if it's just coming up because people need it right now but it pretty much is like facetime but i think it allows i don't know how many people it allows in but it allows a lot of people in at once and you can like um just do stuff together you can chat there's been live um instagram lives with some people we follow and it's like date night and get dressed up and let's cook a meal together and i love that idea so get innovative but make sure you're still seeing people face to face um through things like zoom facetime house party yeah especially especially for those people to that live by themselves i think is, is a big one you can't don't go and socially isolate yourself there's people, you know, that aren't in the same circumstances as you and I, like you and I live together. We've Very got lucky. someone there, yeah. Um, you know, so it's important that those that, you know, don't have a partner or what or whatnot, don't have family close by, make sure you reach out. I yeah. can't stress that enough. All right, number five. Take time to reflect and practice self-compassion. So I would say my best tips for this would be, again, going into the mindfulness practices such as journaling, Um, this is a really important time for you to sit down, reflect on what this is teaching you, reflect on what you're going to get out of this, reflect on how you're feeling and what emotions are showing up for you and then allow them to come forward. And that is showing compassion for yourself. When you start to feel anxious or when you start to feel lonely, don't beat yourself up and have a guilt show yourself compassion because you're feeling those things because we're lacking in a lot of areas that we're so used to having at our fingertips. So yes, take time to reflect and Mm self-compassion. And six. Improve your sleep. So this is the last one. Um, Sleep, I think at a time like this is 
is it's easier to lose track of a typical sleeping routine because you 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 like typical routine has been completely thrown out with work and you know what you're doing before and after work for example so but prioritize having a a consistent sleep routine um try and get up and go to bed at the same time every day um try and like incorporate natural sunlight is what this recommends here avoid time on your phone We've done, I think we've done an episode on sleep before or we've spoken about it. We've like spoken about it quite, sure. quite in depth. So yeah. um, just pay attention to your sleep and um, because it's really important that you're getting like obviously a good good quality of sleep um, yeah. and not just, you know, how much you're sleeping quantity wise. Yes. One thing that I wanted to add in because I just found it in this attachment as well that I didn't mention before is gratitude journaling. And as I have said a few times, it's really important within these times to come back to what you are grateful for um, because there are many things to be grateful for right now that we tend to overlook because our mind goes to the negative first. So, for example, if you are safe and healthy, be grateful that you're safe and he- safe and healthy. If you've got a job. Yes. Be grateful that you have a job. If you can work from home, yeah. be grateful that you can work from home. Like they're just examples. But remember, if... If you're ever going to implement gratitude journaling into your life, now is probably the best time to do it, I would say. Yeah, 100%. All right. And lastly, ways we can help and hygiene tips. So these are just little tips and tricks that we have had shared with us that we find really help, whether they be hygiene or ways that we can help as a collective. Because I think the most important part to remember is that we have to work as a collective now more than ever um, it's not about us. It's about everyone. It's about the people that you have in contact with. It's about the community. It's about people who are vulnerable, people who are scared. So ways we can help. My number one tip is to do with hygiene and it's to regularly wash hands with warm water and soap that foams. So obviously I know common sense, everyone's telling you to, but every time you walk inside your house, the first thing you should do before touching any surface is to go straight to the bathroom and wash your hands for 20 seconds. Every part of your hand, you can look online how to wash your hands properly with warm soap and water. After you have done that, then you can touch surfaces and whatever. If you have touched the door or if you have touched your phone, keys, anything like that while out getting food or whatever essential thing you've been out doing, it would be a good idea to sanitize those products as well before bringing them into your home. That's one tip. Yep. Um, you say your second one because I can see it there and then mine will flow into it. Okay. Um, showering as soon as you get home from work and putting your clothes straight into the wash. So yep. if you are still working, because I know many people are that are in essential services, um, it has been advised to us by many health professionals just online and through resources that we've looked at that you should come home, put your clothes straight in the wash, walk straight to the bathroom, don't touch anything and have a shower straight away because then any germs or anything you've come in contact with, you will wash off your body before coming in contact with anything inside your house. Yep. And my second one to that was wear plain clothes to work and shower if you can. Um, Work for me has just implemented that. So if you're, um, I think if you're working anywhere that has Mm. showers at work, um, then you may as well utilize it, I think. And if you can keep your work work clothes separate and to prevent, you know, bringing anything that might be on them back into the house. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I've already 
touched on that, but regularly sanitizing phones, car keys, handbags, door handles, and all surfaces yep. because everything you touch could have germs on it. Yeah. Um, order online was the one, like an obvious one, but one that I think like a lot more people could consider is yep. there's like most most sort of large retailers or anywhere, I guess, that um, that you often access most likely has an online option. So yep. look at that. Yes. Um, and do as much as you can online. Yes. At the moment. Um, wearing gloves when filling up with fuel and wearing gloves when grocery shopping. So this is one we have started today. My mum gave us two boxes of the little clear gloves that you wear um, because when you go and you fill up your car with fuel, so many people have touched that handle and that's a surface that can be contaminated. So what we're doing is putting gloves on as we exit the car, filling up with fuel, and then when we're done, putting the pump down and taking the gloves off before you touch your debit card and doing it that way. Yep. Also in grocery shopping, I'm going to start wearing gloves just because there's so many surfaces you have to touch, whether they be doors in and out of the grocery store, usually not because they're sliding, but they can just be different types of surfaces you have to touch while grabbing items. So I would say wearing gloves is just an extra safety tip for everyone. Yep. Um, the one I had was phone order um, where you can. So mm. at the moment, um, at the time of recording this, there's cafes and a lot of small businesses are still open Um, and I know people are kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because they want to support small business as much as they can I'm one of those people with coffee um, because you know our coffee shop is still open for takeaway through the week if I can stop by on the way to work and pick one up I will but what I've noticed is there's a lot of people that will go and order and they'll order at the counter and they'll wait around inside in a small space um if you can phone ahead, um, just call on the way in, yeah. on your drive in, order your coffee, go in, pay through PayPal so you're not touching anything, pick your yeah. coffee up and you're done. Yeah. Um, don't stand around and congregate. Yes. And lastly, I didn't write this down, but I just thought of it was if you can avoid using cash, use yeah. a debit card, which a lot of us have. If you're listening to this podcast and you're on an iPhone or a Android, I'm assuming you would have a debit card. Um, try and pay pass as well. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Tap, tap and pay. Use that. Dad Don't use cash. It, Dad calls it PayPal. PayPal. <laughs> Dipper. It's pay pass. <laughs> um, but yes, just try and handle less cash and whatever. Yeah. These are just ways that we've been taught that we thought, okay, cool. That's a really good tip. Let's pass it on. Maybe someone else hasn't been passed on. Yeah. Um, and two things. Can I mention what we just spoke about? Mm-hmm. for the podcast that we're going to implement. Oh, you're going to hold us accountable. Yeah. All right. There's two positive things that we want to do to contribute right now. We are home, so we've got time to fill, but also we feel now more than ever we need to help people come together as a collective, um, give people an escape and provide positive to people's lives. So the first one I'll mention is... It's holding us accountable. A second podcast each week that we're going to try and release. We will do our very best to try and release a midweek podcast from now on. Um, We're going to call it, I think we're going to call it, (laughs) 
lemoncello chats. So what we're going to do is it's going to be a super lighthearted, positive. It's not going to be speaking about any of this stuff. It's going to be something completely. It'll just be funny, banter, whatever. But we'll have a lemoncello to sip on the same time. And you guys can grab a beer, grab a wine, grab lemoncello if you have an honor. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But just sit down, relax. It'll just be something funny midweek to help keep you guys going. Um, so that's keeping us accountable. Yeah. And two is something that actually Reese's mum mentioned to me today that she thinks would be a really good idea. And I've started to work on putting it in place is a private Facebook community group that I'm going to create hopefully tonight. If not, it will be start of the week. Um, and it's going to be a space. It's going to be private. So you have to be invited or you have to invite people that will be accepted. Um, And it's going to be a space that's going to be safe. It's going to be positive. It's going to be uplifting. If there's any negativity, if there's anything that's fear driven or whatever, you will be removed from the group. Um, I just really want this to be a safe and positive place for people. I want you to come in and share things that you're doing in this time that will Um, help others or that make you feel good I want you to share funny memes whether they be about the situation that's going on now or anything just to make people laugh and I also want you to feel as though you can come to this space if you are by yourself or if you are really struggling because you don't have that social time with friends I want you to be able to come to this space and ask for advice or have a chat to someone and everyone can input it's going to be a safe and positive community um, so that is something for you guys to keep your eye out on. If you do want that and you'll have to be invited to the group, please message either myself or Reese, and we can send you the link for that group. Yeah. Um, as I said, I'm hopefully going to create it tonight, but if I don't, it will be early week. So yes, there are two exciting things that we have for you guys that we just thought, what can we do to help? What can we do to make people feel good? And that's what we think will yeah, help you. hundred percent. Alrighty. Well, that's enough from us for today. So I hope you guys stay safe, stay healthy, try and stay positive, and we'll talk to you midweek. Sounds good. Lemoncello chats. See you guys. Have a good week. Bye.